Cape Talk. Call Pippa now on 021-446-0567. Now, our life hack today is some advice on what gadgets to invest in to help you navigate extended periods of load shedding. I know some are opting to invest in solar systems for their home, but even with the new tax rebate, that is a costly exercise. So if your budget does not stretch that far, what are your options? We've invited Orlando Luis, who's the CEO of Bright's Hardware, to talk to us about some of the not quite so expensive fixes that are out there that can make a really big difference. And Orlando, it's great to have you back with us. Welcome. Thank you, Pepe. It's a pleasure to be here and good afternoon to all the listeners. Before we hear Orlando's advice, some of you have already told us about the gadgets you've invested in to survive load shedding. Let's take a listen to those voice notes. The best investment I made is a small desk fan that uses a USB cable and I plug it into my power bank and it keeps me cool for four hours straight through the night. Hi Pepper, a gadget that we have added to our kitchen is a small portable gas stove for 299 Rand from all the online stores and it works brilliantly with a small gas canister. So when there's no electricity, you just take this out of its little suitcase and off you go. And those are two of the things that I know were on the list to be discussed today. Thank you very much for that feedback. I'd love to hear from anybody else who um, who would like to propose or suggest a gadget that you think makes life easier during load shedding. So let's come back to Orlando. Shall we start with keeping the lights on? I mean, that's mm. the one thing uh, for a number of reasons that perplexes many people, either because, well, there's no TV, so we want to be able to read a book. But obviously for security, that's also a, a, a big um, a big issue. What would you recommend for those who want to keep the lights on? Well, there's, there's many solutions. Uh, if you start with lighting, uh, most people want to ensure that next to their bed they have a desk lamp that's got a rechargeable uh, lithium-ion battery built okay. into it. So they last easy four to six hours, and uh, they, they're, not, they're relatively inexpensive, and uh, that's very nice to have. It's, it stays on. Uh, when the mains is on and then as soon as the power cuts it's automatically it would stay on for you so at least you have light around where, where, where your, your bed is or for a child almost like a night, a night yep. light uh, when it comes to lighting on the exterior solar solar uh, um, outdoor lighting is essential make sure you mount the, the fittings obviously on in the north side or in the east on the west not in the south where it's in the shade because then yep. they won't charge many people make that mistake and then they find that the light fitting doesn't run for very long so as oh, long as okay. it's facing the sun all the time the solar panel needs to get get, get the sun all the time to charge and then it, that should work for some of them have motion detection so they'll only come on when they pick up movement others have day night switches so therefore okay. they will automatically come on as soon as it's dark and they'll run through through the night and then they'll charge the next day so that, that's important for security around yeah. your home to put in various solar type uh, fittings like that in the home uh, in passages especially um, there are rechargeable down lighter globes as well as normal uh, um, Edison screw and BC globes that can go into normal sockets that have a built-in lithium-ion battery in them. So okay. when, they, when they are working under normal conditions, they give you full capacity from, from ESCOM. 
But when the power cuts, they automatically would give about 50% of the light. So at least it's a good enough light for a passage or for walkways where you need to ensure that you can still see when load shedding occurs. To navigate safely. So, yeah. so those, those are very essential and they, they're selling a lot. Really. That I would think would be a, a, an absolute no-brainer in yes. a home where there's an elderly resident, for example, for whom being able to see at least something at night um, on the way to the loo, for example, yes. is absolutely essential to avoid falls and things like that. So what would you be looking for? I think they're called smart bulbs, aren't they? Yeah, is that what you asked for? Or, or just re, 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 rechargeable uh, GU10s or rechargeable GLS la- uh, globes. Okay. Um, you've mentioned the solar lighting. Um, and uh, yeah, well, the, we heard that voice note about the plug-in uh, desk fan. Mm-hmm. I, I know um, I was reading an article by Arthur Goldstock at Gadget the other day on his website, and he recommended a particular LED desk lamp, which you can buy on Take A Lot, I think, for under mm-hmm. 200 Rand and probably in many hardware stores too. Sure. The comment was it can keep going for, for eight hours on a full charge, which is enough, to, Orlando, to get you through mm-hmm. even a stage six load shedding. I mean, yes, I don't uh, think any of us are doing more than four, dare I say it. I better not say it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And the challenge is, is sometimes it happens four and then it'll barely give you a break of another four hours and then it goes Starting off again, again and the batteries don't get time to, to recharge. That's the biggest challenge is is the time frame of being able to recharge. If it doesn't have enough time to recharge, many of the inverters and various things that have to be re recharged cannot uh, make up that time and you have to actually yeah. wait for a stage two to come and then only will your battery sort of get back to full full, full capacity again okay uh, so that but is if you stays on yeah. stage four stage five or stage six if you don't have enough battery backup it, it just can't have enough time to get to full capacity again and people then complain that they think that the batteries are defective but they're not they just, just don't have enough, enough time. time to recover so either you have to find solar to charge them in addition to when ESCOM is obviously available the fans uh, another thing to add to the fan there was a small fan that, that that the lady spoke about there's even large desk fans and even pedestal fans now with okay. uh, uh, with rechargeable batteries built into them that also plug into uh, the uh, a normal usb well in the case of that one it will plug into a normal charger when the escom power is on it charges in a battery on the fan and at least lasts four hours especially with the heat that's coming down the heat waves that we're getting yeah. to have a desk fan that can work for four hours or a Pedestal fan, it's a godsend. Never mind the heat waves. Orlando, every menopausal woman on earth is thanking you for that piece of advice for once. So too are those who get eaten by mosquitoes unless there's a fan on. So do keep that in mind. This is a great tip from one of our listeners saying, dig out all those old cell phones that are sitting in a drawer and charge them to use for extra torches during load shedding. (laughs) I suppose it beats leaving them sitting in the drawer going to waste. Now, um, okay, lovely message in from David in Brackenfell. We're going to talk about the inverters in a moment, but David's written in to say, I bought an inverter from Orlando from his business in Boston, Belleville and got brilliant service from his staff too. That's very nice feedback, David. Thank you. Um, Let's go to the inverters while we're talking about it, shall we? Obviously, if you're wanting a more sustainable solution and for more devices to be kept going, maybe you're working from home, you need to have Mm -hmm. Wi-Fi kept going, etc. Investing in a a generator or an inverter or a UPS is going to be something you look at. Orlando, there's so much out there now. I think it's quite Mm -hmm. bewildering. Do you want to talk us through some of the things sure. to consider. And these new technologies coming along as well that are improved uh, with with every situation. People are always finding better quality and longer lasting uh, solutions. Mm. So lithium iron is a definite thing when it comes to batteries. If you can afford lithium iron, because of course lead acid and gel batteries were around for the past uh, 
two for, since we started load shedding in 2015 yeah. we could only really get access to lead acid and gel batteries and we were using them as the uh, they come in 100 ampere hour versions and we were using them with most inverters and most people were, were buying those since 2015 but over the last year or so lithium ion versions have become available they obviously a lot more expensive sometimes yeah. five times the price sometimes more uh, but their lifespan could be over 10 years compared to maybe mm-hmm. four years on a on a on a lead acid battery and um, they're they're a good uh, backup uh, facility and they don't have memory effects and they they are maintenance free so all around if you can buy lithium iron as your backup system it's the way to go if you can afford okay. if you can't afford then you stay with the standard deep cycle batteries and gel batteries uh, and um, most people are buying one or two of those they're 100 ampere hour in size uh, and they couple that to a 24 volt or 12 volt if it's one battery it's a 12 volt if it's a two battery it's 24 volt with a capacity of around a thousand watts sometimes 2000 watts okay. the reason why they choose those sizes is because if it is 2000 watts you could plug most plug in devices that you put in a three pin plug you can run uh, those devices uh, on a two kilowatt or three kilowatt inverter for example if you wanted to plug in uh, an iron and the iron is 1500 watts then a two kilowatt or a three kilowatt inverter would work uh, so most people look for those sizes in a right. portable method they put the batteries into an enclosure the, the inverter gets mounted on top it's a plug and play system relatively easy you just plug it into the socket when the escom is on and then you plug your appliance onto the output of the inverter quite simple we sold many of those now there's even portable versions come on wheels with lithium ion batteries built into them already sure. uh, and they they're about a thousand watt thousand five hundred watts so they're not necessarily got the highest capacity but when it comes to your electronics and the most essentials that you need sure you won't be able to put your iron on that but at least you'll be able to run most of your electronics and the essential things that you need computers etc okay to, so your laptop and your thousand. phone so you can keep on working TVs uh, yeah. large, large flat screen uh, uh, requirements or anything electronic no, no, no problems at all and then they'll last you easy the two or four hours yeah. Uh, depending on what you're drawing. Uh, and then they got lithium backup. They're all automatic ch- changeovers, and these are really selling well. And they price somewhere between ten and 15,000 rand. Okay, so, so you, that's a, an upfront investment. Obviously, you've got mm. to be prepared to swallow, but it's one that's going to make a huge impact on your ability to, to carry on operating. Uh, any sort of do's and don'ts for somebody who is looking to invest in a generator? I mean, obviously, the noise factor is mm. something uh, you have to consider if you're living in close quarters with other people Correct. in a complex or something like that, yes. I would imagine. You need to think very carefully about that. And, and also the, the laws in, in the city of Cape Town with regards to noise uh, noise yep. pollution. So they've developed now a new one that came onto the market last year, a, a gas and petrol hybrid in a generator, oh, which is yeah. relatively silent, and it runs off uh, LPG gas. So at least if there are situations where, the, the, where the noise is a factor, then that's a great solution. Plus, to run gas is better than to run fuel. From an yep. eco perspective, as well as from an economy point of view, gas is definitely almost like a forklift. So many forklifts run off gas when they work indoors, and then they run off petrol. Know that. So yes, you get you get different kinds. You get diesel forklifts, and then you also get hybrids, which are gas and petrol. So this is this generator now works on that principle. So we've been selling those, and they are they are nice and silent. 
Okay, that's good to know that there is actually an option out there. Just for those who joined us late to the conversation, my guest in studio is Orlando Luisha of Bright's Hardware. If you've got a question, you can do what several people have done. Send us WhatsApp, send us a voice note to 0725671567. Dana messaging to say she actually enjoys the quiet time of load shedding. She's got two magneto lights, a gas stove and a battery on the router and that is enough to keep her going uh, with the basics. The gas stove, if you're lucky enough to already have a gas uh, gas hob, obviously mm. that is a huge uh, bonus in in the kitchen. We heard that earlier comment about having the little portable one if you just want to be able to make a, a cup of coffee, uh, a Luis, or something small for yourself, that's very helpful. Yes. Anything else on the cooking side or, or, or in the kitchen that you'd recommend? Uh, yes, well, if you can, next time you do need a stove, definitely move away from electrical and go gas. There's no doubt <laughs> yeah. about that part. Uh, even from uh, um, heating up of water in Europe and in, in, in the States, many people have been working with gas to heat up their water for a very long time. Yeah. South Africans, because our electricity was so so cheap in the 70s and 80s, we all put geysers in. Uh, yeah. uh, so you can leave your geyser exactly where it is, but you could ask a plumber to divert your, your output from the geyser and run it through a gas uh, um, uh, geyser, which obviously ignites straight away. It's almost like an instant heater. Yeah. You can then switch your element off and not have to sit with the electricity bill and rather use the gas to heat the water. But So you can keep your tank still that accumulates the water, but at least it runs through it. It only uses the gas when you... You need hot water, whereas at the moment we all waste electricity heating it's up water the geyser, we don't need it. and yeah. you don't you don't actually need it. So that's another thing that your plumber could do for you is, and I don't think it's an expensive uh, alteration. Uh, well, from a point of view of the unit that you need, it's only about three or four thousand rand a gas geyser. Okay, so you say to the plumber, leave the geyser where it is, but divert the supply through a gas water heater. Correct. And then you're sitting with the best of both worlds as well and yes. uh, saving money on the electricity costs. That's great. Mm. Thank you. Um, Di would like to know, is there a hairdryer that would work through load shedding? <laughs> well, there is, as long as you have a, an inverter yes. with a big enough capacity, up to that is 3 kilowatt, because some of the hairdryers are 2,000 watts. Okay. So um, 3 kilowatt is 3,000 watts. As long as you have that buffer, never buy a 2 kilowatt inverter to run off 2 kilowatt. Uh, demand always have a bit Everything of extra. have a bit okay. of space uh, don't pu- push it over 75% if you can um, so therefore I would buy a 3 kilowatt inverter with two batteries of 24 volt yes it's possible now and you it know Di thank you for asking on behalf of the well groomed of Cape Town <laughs> um, Anonymous asking what specs should I look for if I wanted a solar inverter just for Wi-Fi and laptop uh, you're saying solar inverter. So most of the solar inverters are only from two kilowatt and higher. Okay. They're called hybrids. Um, so they can charge from the from the ESCOM power, but then they also have a connectivity to a solar panel. But you're yeah. not going to get one under two kilowatt, three kilowatt that connects. That's called a hybrid that would be able to couple to the solar. So uh, that's something that would uh, an inverter like that might be somewhere around the ten thousand rand mark. Okay, so you will have to, to, to fork out a bit. Okay. Yes. Heather says, I've got a portable radio which has rechargeable batteries that I simply recharge once a week. So at least you can keep on listening to Cave Talk, Heather. That's good <laughs> news indeed. Um, okay. Uh, let's just see here. Um, somebody's saying, my neighbor has just installed some glow tape on the things he needs to locate in the dark, mm-hmm. like the dog's leash and on step ledges. Mm-hmm. The glow recharges in daylight and lasts up to eight hours. That's mm-hmm. a really That's a great low invention. tech but very clever option, mm-hmm. Louis. Okay. Thank Thank you ever sent that through. Um, the last thing I think to talk about before we run out of, out of um, time, Orlando, is surge protection. We've had several conversations on the show about that. Obviously, mm. you can buy surge protectors at Bright sure. Hardware, especially now that we're hearing the insurance uh, agencies are starting to say we're not going to cover 
um, uh, claims from power surges when the load shedding ends and the power comes back on because it is now something that is foreseeable. Mm. Um, it makes it even more important. What, what, what would you recommend in terms of surge protection? Um, look, surge protection is more with regards to lightning and uh, in, in Gauteng region, they have a lot of lightning. I think we're going to have lightning next week, actually. So oh, maybe, gosh, okay. <laughs> so good, maybe yeah. yes, you need to put a bit of surge protection uh, on there. But I think the more important thing is under and over voltage protection, okay. which is different to surge, because surge sometimes are massive surges create by, created by lightning and created by uh, by spikes when, when, when ESCOM switches on and off. Yeah. Fair enough, there are those massive surges. But there's also times because of the switching that the voltage could be slightly too high or slightly too low. And there are devices that you can put in line that you plug into the socket and then you plug your fridge in, especially a fridge as well, because the fridge doesn't like under and over voltages. And what it does is regulates and it monitors the voltage that is coming on the line. And if it feels that the voltage is too low or too high, it keeps it off until it does stabilize Ah. and then allows it to come in. So they call that an under and over voltage protector. And uh, bite stores definitely sell that. You've given us so much to think about. Um, Orlando, my final comment. I mean, you must surely be running all kinds of campaigns promoting this kind of these kind of gadgets yes. in your bright stores. If a customer wants to look at what's available, is it available online? Uh, yes. Look, we, uh, when it comes to load shedding, we've got a, a segment on our online store that's, okay. that uh, has got solutions for, for load shedding in general. Um, besides that, we have promotions that are starting on the 15th of March, running through till the 30th of April on various uh, solutions. A lot of them are load shedding solutions. Um, and then in general, um, coming in, into the stores and speaking to our staff members, you'll find professional people that will be have the know-how of what is the best solution for you and cost-effective. They're always going to look to see how can a person get away with, 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 with your budget. So tell the staff members exactly what your situation is and what you can afford, and they'll come up with a good solution for Within you. Within those parameters. That's really helpful. Orlando, you've been really helpful. Great to have you back with us again. Thank no, you so much. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Orlando Luis, the CEO of Bright's Hardware.